This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Hey, everybody, it is National Kissing Day. Psst, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss, baby. No tongue. No tongues. No tongues. I got a kissing booth set up. I'm setting up a kissing booth for a dollar a smooch. Hucker up, Buttercup. Hucker up, baby. Hucker up, baby. Happy National Kissing Day. It's showtime. In this day and age, we're getting into beefs with food, like the weekend versus Oreos. Also, Kevin Costner's divorce could very well cost him big. Get to both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg this morning. All right, so this is interesting. If this were to happen, might be uh, looking at a billionaire brawl here. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are talking about having a cage match, and there are people who think they are really wanting to throw down. This is how it started. Zuckerberg's Meta is working on a new social media platform that one executive referred to as, quote, sanely run. It's a sanely run alternative to Twitter. Oh, sanely run. Sanely run alternative to Twitter. So on Tuesday, Musk responded to some posts about it by saying, quote, I'm up for a cage match if he is. And Zuckerberg responded, quote, send me location. Oh, boy. Musk has suggested they do it in the Octagon in Vegas. And this all could be metaphorical, but a spokesperson for Meta is suggesting Zuckerberg is willing to engage in an actual physical fight. In case you didn't know, Mark is into jujitsu. I actually dead. did know that. And I had that was my first thought. Like, does Elon Musk know that Mark Zuckerberg's a little more experienced in that area? But is he? We don't we don't know what Elon knows. And I mean he is friends. He's very good friends with Joe Rogan, so he's got an in with MMA fighting. He may be getting trained and we don't even know about it. Is Joe Rogan gonna fight for him? <laughs> Nobody knows people. Yeah. And can help them. Help coach them. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he's already, you know, been working out. We just don't know, Jeff. Uh, is it really going to deteriorate into know. that? How embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Well, another E! News this morning. Kevin Costner's in a battle of his own with his wife, Christine. He was stunned by this when she left him. Yeah, I guess so. And now, to add insult to injury, she wants $248,000 a month in child support for their three children. I mean, I, I had to look this up. I forget that he's got young children with him. Oh, yeah, he's got three. Yeah, 13, 14, and 16. 
And I mean, when you do the math there, that's only $3 million a year. He's, that's not. What was that all? Well, $250,000 a month times 12. Well, in court documents, Christine says that's actually less than she needs to maintain the children in their accustomed lifestyle. How are you spending? Okay, so that's just for the kids. That's 80 grand per month per kid. And does that include, you know, private school? No. No, that's separate. That she, in addition, she also wants Kevin to pay 100% of the private school tuition, extracurricular activities, sports, and health care expenses. Uh, no mention of spousal support, I noticed, though, in Christine's filing. She says Kevin's 2022 income was $19.5 million, and the family's net income after all expenses and taxes was about $7.6 million. And she wants three of it. Yeah. Uh, court documents filed by Kevin's attorneys say that he's already paid her a million dollars, as is stipulated in their prenuptial agreement. So he's honored that. He agrees to also pay $38,000 a month in child support. In addition to 100% of certain child-related costs, which I suspect are outlined in the agreement. And he also agrees to pay $30,000 a month for a rental home for Christine and a $10,000 advance for moving expenses. Does she work at all? Does she have a... Does she, I, think I don't even know what... Full-time... Full-time full wife, home. mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's got the money. To take care of the kids. Well, I, I, he you thinks know, why he is taking care of the He's like, how much money do these kids uh, need? What do they need? They didn't cost that much when they were <laughs> living with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is the question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Like, how did they suddenly become more expensive when they went to live with you full time? <laughs> that's why I want to see the breakdown. That's why I want to see the list. What are they... What are they eating? What are their hobbies? What are they do? You know, what is it? What is it that they need $80,000 each a month for? Yeah. Because, you know, you would think $248,000 a month would cover the private school tuition, the extracurricular activities, the sports, the health care expenses, and everything else. I mean, they're spending $26, $27, a day, each of the kids. Yeah, on what? On what? I want to be friends with those kids. I know, me too. <laughs> I say I could live on five years of one month of her. Yeah, you know, right? right. You're going to find out things about your spouse that you didn't even see coming. You know, I just found out my wife doesn't like when I read <laughs> anything—a book, a magazine, a cereal box. If my wife sees me reading, she doesn't think, "Oh, he needs some quiet time." No. She thinks, oh, he's bored. Let me tell him a story about my sister at work. (laughs) Oh, he's reading a book. He must be really bored. Let me tell him about my mom's new lease agreement on her apartment. The other time she likes to talk is late at night when I get into bed, put my head on the pillow, and turn out the lights. That's when she likes to talk about cancer child abductions and the end of days whatever bad news she gathered up during the day 
she's going to sprinkle on my side of the bed until she unloads and starts to snore. That's Tom Papa from his Netflix special, What a Day. This is easily one of the weirdest celebrity home invasion stories ever. So on Monday afternoon, cops were called to Pierce Brosnan's house in Malibu because a guy was spotted cleaning himself in Pierce's outdoor shower. What, his hands? Did he get his hands dirty in the mud or something? Evidently, the guy had just dropped a deuce on (laughs) Pierce's neighbor's yard. Hmm. And didn't have any leaves or anything? I guess not. And we just got through talking about bidets yesterday. Uh Evidently, there was not one available. In the yard, but there was the shower. Yeah, so the cops roll up, but uh, the cops roll up. He tried to run. They caught him, and he was arrested and booked on a burglary charge. For stealing Pierce's water. For stealing water. There you go. I didn't even thought, yeah. I mean, if a worker uses your water spigot or hose or something to get a drink or whatever, I didn't realize, I guess technically that's stealing, stealing your didn't property. Stealing your property. taking your yeah. stuff. I'll tell you what, though. There is nothing like an outdoor shower. That one time I went to Costa Rica, the place that I stayed, they all the showers were outside. So you walk into the bathroom, and it's a regular bathroom, and then there's a door where you step outside into the shower, and it's in the jungle. Oh, I so see. So it's yeah, covered. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, it's covered by jungle. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that That's was just, cool. oh, it was so cool. I think this is one of those showers that you use to, like, wash off the yeah. sand after you've come in from the beach. Yeah. Probably yeah. not as They had one of those right at the, yeah, at the park that I was at when I went to that nudist thing. And it was just kind of out in the middle of the field. And so naked people were walking up and just showering in the middle of this Oh, yeah. Field. Did, we, did we find out why he was deucing on the neighbor's lawn? Uh, we have no details on that. Okay. If he just had to go there or if yeah. he was, like, making a statement. Right. I yeah. mean, Malibu's not a great place. Let's say, for example, like, if you're experiencing homelessness, that's not a very accessible place to be. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, you got like, I mean, the Pacific Coast Highway, which is a multi-lane roadway, and then you got those houses that are all crammed together on the coastline. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of facilities. Yeah. Yeah. Along that stretch. Hmm. Well, the weekend, I have not seen his new HBO show, The Idol, but critics have been slamming it, and supposedly oh, there's slamming it. There's slamming a couple uh, it love scenes that are that some people have watched him in these sex scenes and say they're the worst sex scenes ever in a TV show or movie ever, wow. and it has completely ruined their whole fandom of the weekend. Wow. Like they just can't even look at him anymore mm. after seeing these. Now I'm not sure what all I did hear. There were some internal battles. Amongst the producers and some of the actors. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Trouble on the set. Yeah. And and we have heard that HBO was canceling it. And the Oreos Twitter account said under that news that they would be canceling the idol. Oreos Twitter account said, finally, some good news. Oh. <laughs> so the weekend got wind of the tweet oh, yesterday. <laughs> and he replied, OF, they've been talking bleep. 
But before a full-on war could erupt, the weekend squashed it. He said, nah, I can't beef with you, Oreo. Too many beautiful memories. I'm dunking you in some champagne tonight. Okay. So he stopped it. But that's kind of funny. That's good. It's got to hurt, though. Like, you know, your favorite treat as a kid is coming after you. Just in your show. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up, see how bad that Mm -hmm. love scene is. By the way, he... uh, He's going by his real name now. He's yeah. a, he's abandoned the weekend, even though we're just going to keep saying that so you know who the hell we're talking about. Yes. But Abel. Is Abel what? I don't know how you say it. Tesfaye? Tess, that's how I would guess. Tesfaye. Abel Tesfaye. 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 I don't know. Wagyu. 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 So this is kind of funny. Sometimes an actor will make a mistake, like a pronunciation that we just did, mm-hmm. that that doesn't that that doesn't just make it into the final movie or TV show, but actually becomes kind of a, a moment of genius. Yeah, and I'll give you some examples of that. On Breaking Bad, when Walt kidnapped Holly, and she called out for her mom. Hmm. That was the child actor calling out for her real mother. Oh, God. So she was, like, scared? <laughs> it wasn't scripted, but Brian Cranston had the presence of mind to just go with it. Yeah. That's great. And I've heard that about some actors who, even if there's a little mistake, they'll keep powering through the scene mm-hmm. just in the event that there is some sort of unexpected genius behind it. Like, it's it's probably wrong, and we probably won't use it, but let's just... Let's see. Finish the scene, and then we'll take a look at it and see mm-hmm. if we need to do it again. And the Princess Diaries. Uh, Maya wasn't meant to slip on the bleachers. They were wet because it had just rained, and Anne Hathaway, the actress who played her, went down by accident. But it was so <laughs> funny. They're like, leave it in. Keeping it. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman's classic line. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> From the movie Midnight Cowboy was uh-huh. completely improvised. Like he's trying to cross the street in midtown Manhattan. He almost gets hit by a cab and he slams on the hood. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> totally improvised. That's great. Yeah, they were walking across an actual busy street and the cab uh, almost hitting them was not part of the scene. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so funny. I mean, that's an iconic line. And it wasn't even scripted. wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Phil, tripping on a broken step on Modern Family. That was a running joke that occurred by accident. Hmm. During season one, the actor, Ty Burrell, was running down the stairs and tripped and ad-libbed the line, got to fix that step. And that became like a thing that they just use, you know, that like a clumsy thing you yeah. was kind of known for throughout yeah. the rest of the series. They're like, let's let's go with that. Yeah. Victoria Justice, struggling to catch the microphone in the opening credits of Victorious. That was a screw-up. Why did the Joker lick his lips so much in The Dark Knight? Oh, yeah, with Heath Ledger? Yeah, because Heath Ledger, the actor, was trying to keep his makeup from coming off. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's kind of a thing. That's That's his big move. His big, I mean, when you think, when you picture the, the joke, him as the Joker, that's what you picture is yeah. his tongue. Right. Yeah. And it was so beautifully creepy. Oh, God, it was. <laughs> yeah, he did such an amazing job. You remember that old movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, with of Robin course. Williams? Unfortunately. 
Okay, so Robin Williams was supposed to push his face into a cake in Mrs. Doubtfire, but the frosting dripping into Mrs. Selner's tea was a happy accident. Apparently, from the from the heat, from the lights, oh, melted wow. it. And okay, that's why that happened. Oh, that's funny. But I actually have audio of another one. So, in the movie Clueless, Cher pronounces the word Haitians as Hadians during a school presentation. Hadians. Yeah, And it turns out that's how the actress Alicia Silverstone really thought the word was supposed to be pronounced. <laughs> Hadians. Well, I can see that. Yeah, here it is. Should all oppressed people be allowed refuge in America? Share? So, okay, like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. <laughs> but some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) So anyway, the the director heard her pronounce Haitians as Hadians (laughs) and decided not to correct her. I would totally let that one go, too. Yeah. Perfect for the movie. He wanted her to sound naturally confident when she mispronounced it, and it's so damn funny. That's great. So anyway, that's just a few examples. Doesn't though the Q clue doesn't it doesn't that kind of make you wonder? It's like you know acting could be fun, maybe maybe. Uh, you had fun with your maybe roles. I, I yes I J. have J. enjoyed. JJ Pa really went in on some of that. She's stuff. Passionate about cats. You really went there. I did. Yeah, I didn't hold back with that character. I didn't. I really felt it, and I you know tried to put myself there in the moment. I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited about. Chapter four today at 740. Yeah? Yeah, brand new chapter. Your chance to solve the mystery of Taylor Swift's missing cat. Yes. Could mean four tickets for you at the July 1st show, right? Saturday, Saturday night show, show at mm-hmm. Pecor Stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So episode four, chapter four, will air at 740. Pay attention to the details because we're going to ask you questions yep. throughout the Very day. Very exciting. So in case you didn't know this, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom have had a sober pact since shortly after President's Day. Katy said, we did this because he's shooting a movie in London right now that's taking every ounce of his focus. And so I wanted that opportunity to be supportive. It's really hard to do anything, whether that's doing a cleanse or a reset, unless your partner's doing it. So doing it together makes it so much easier. She says being 38, she likes to have these reset moments to balance the intensity of her career and having a toddler who loves to run. Hmm. So look, at it. it is hard to drink when you have little ones because their timing just sucks. They, you know, that one night you decide to go out with friends and tie one on. Right. You know, first, first thing that happens is you get home at one or two o'clock in the morning and they wake up and decide they want to be up. Oh, boy. And then you finally get them to sleep. And then you wake up the next morning with a horrible headache and hangover. And that's the day that something goes awry with them hmm. and requires a little extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're, you don't have Disney Plus, right? I do have Disney Plus. Of course I do. Star Wars. Are you watching Marvel's new Secret Invasion? I have not. So I guess that's generating a lot of controversy for its title sequence. Okay. And it's all because they chose to use AI to create it, which kind of fits the theme of the show. It's it's about shape-shifting aliens called Skrulls, 
and the fact that you never really know who's actually human and who's not. <laughs> but a lot of the fans don't like it because they think it looks like garbage. No. And perhaps more importantly, others are upset that Marvel took the job of creating People. the title sequence away from actual human animators. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, if you watch the show, just you know, pay extra attention to the opening credits. Some people actually think it looks pretty cool, but they probably could have gotten something just as cool, if not cooler, out of a out of an actual human artist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hate to see is people losing jobs, especially creative people. You know? Yeah. Well, there was a, there was actually a museum exhibition at the New York Museum of Modern Art that was, and I wanted to go to it, but I, it was too late. I couldn't make it out there, but. They had an actual exhibition at the Museum of Modern Art on Jane, the the opening title sequences of James Bond movies, mm, which are mm. very unique. You yeah. know, they always they always have these really cool sort of sexy special effects and, with bullets flying across the screen in slow motion. Yeah, and water shots and things <laughs> like that. And I, I guess those were created by this particular. Uh, human animator, graphic artist guy. That yeah. It was very sort of cutting edge and innovative for its time, and so they actually had like some kind of exhibition based on that that I wanted to see. Hmm. That's the kind of art I'm into. Cool. <laughs> Title sequences. Title sequences, whatever. <laughs> they are very cool, though. Yeah. yeah. So all my friends that get drunk, and then at the end of the night, they want to get fast food, but I'm never more annoyed than when I'm at the drive-thru and there's drunk people in the back seat, right? <laughs> they always order better than you. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's always somebody in the back just like, hey, give me a seven. I want a seven. I want him. Tell him, tell the guy, I want a seven. Tell the guy, hey, you, you, tell him to tell the guy, I want a seven. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Why? Why would I be quiet? Why? <laughs> if, you know what? Maybe if I didn't want seven, then I'd be like, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I do. I want a seven. Shh, be quiet. Why? I already ordered the seven. If you order the seven, then we're going to get two sevens. I don't want two sevens. Uh, I don't want two sevens. I want one seven, okay? Maybe if I wanted two sevens, I would get a 14, okay? But I don't. I don't want that. You do the math. I don't want that. Michelle. Yes. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How about you? Excellent. All right. I got your three headlines here. Two of them are fake. One of them is real. And if you can pick the real one, you are going to get to go to Smoothie King. We got a $50 gift card for you. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. So here we go. Which one is real? Is it A? Man busted for solicitation was carrying 127 condoms in his fanny pack. Was it B, woman detained by police admits she stole neighbor's porn collection? Or C, a thief is arrested and then a sex toy falls out of his pants? Um, let's go with C. C, you're right, it's you got C. It. How did that get there? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I mean, if you're too embarrassed to purchase naughty items from a Target, so you steal them. I didn't know they had naughty items at Target. Where's that section? Family planning. Oh, well. <laughs> I had no idea. Just know that it's worse to have the cops catch you with them outside. Gotcha. Just saying. 
Yeah. Yeah, 46-year-old man from Florida. Of course. Named David Romero was caught shoplifting items from a Target on Monday. He bought some groceries, but he did not pay for other items, including a pink vibrator, condoms, personal lubricant, and several sexual enhancement products. I have never seen this section at Target, and I thought I've been up and down every single aisle. Well, so this is the news Florida to me. Target. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's a different it's probably right next door there. to a strip joint. <laughs> it so. probably is. Anyway, he was uh, caught on surveillance footage, and the cops were called. They cornered him in the parking lot and arrested him. As they tried to get him into the police car, the pink vibrator fell out of his pants. <laughs> and in the cops' chest cam video, you can see it on the ground. Oh, no. Vibrating. Oh, no, because, of course, when it fell, they hit the button. I guess. <laughs> Romero Oops. faces one count of petty theft, one count of grand theft, and four counts of larceny. He's being held on a bond of 3000 bucks. Yeah. I wonder what the quality of those items at Target is. I don't know. They got yeah. good stuff every, in every other aisle. Yeah. yeah. All hmm. right. Well. <laughs> Jen will be at the Oakley Target. I'm so like, really? Yeah. Where? <laughs> is mean, it in with, is it in like, you know, with the... With maxi pads? Is it in that section? Is it it's over there by well, the, the pharmacy or what? Two out of four of those will be in the family planning re- Yes, area. exactly. That's two, what I'm wondering. Know. Over by the sporting goods section. Yeah, maybe there, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Seasonal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you had that option, you know, maybe they only do it in select stores in certain parts of the country. Right. Where that particular community is okay. With that. We're selling there. them in, in that venue. Sure. Would you prefer to purchase it up the street here at this Oakley Target? No. You'd rather go to a place that specializes. I think I would order it online because with oh. my luck, that's where I'm going to run into people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. But back in the day, though, you used to hit up the Hustler store. No? Oh, the, not. I don't think I've been. Oh, the uh, yeah. What's the one up the The one road. in Monroe. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. That's a great place to go for, like, costumes and accessories. Like, there was one year for Halloween, I dressed up with two friends, and we were sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. And I was sex. So I went up, I went and bought, I had a flogger, and I had these handcuffs and all of these fun little accessories. Yeah, they're for a party. It was for a party. (laughs) Because at least in that environment, you know, if you run into someone you know, you're like, well, what are you doing here? Exactly. That's true. Right. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Uh, Joey is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to see what we can do for him. Hey, Joey. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jen. How y'all doing? Good. Doing good. good. First off, I never thought I'd actually have to call you guys about this. I've been listening to this show for years, and I I can't believe I'm calling you. So uh, We hear that a lot from people who never expected to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I I meet this girl online on a dating app, and, you know, we really hit it off to the point where we actually meet each other, and we went out twice, right? So the first date was a day date. We went out and got some coffee, and that's her thing. She told me she'd done enough dating to know that she doesn't need a whole long dinner date right off the bat to figure out if she likes a guy. So why waste the money? And I really did appreciate that, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, it made her uh, seem like she was very practical, and I really appreciated that. I liked that, you know. So coffee must have gone well because she told me that I'd be picking her up on a Friday and taking her to an actual dinner. Okay. You know, nice. I, I made it through the first screening, I guess, you know. That's good. Cool. Um, I'm going back for a second interview. Yes, yes, it's always a good sign. So the second date, she told me to pick out my favorite Mexican restaurant, and I did, and we went there. Uh, you know, I kind of like how she took charge of that. You know, it, it took the uh, pressure off of me to kind of try to figure out what type of food to get, what type of restaurant. You know, like I've been in situations in the past where I'm begging a girl to ask me, hey, what do you want for dinner? What, what type of food do you want? And it's just hours and hours upon it. And, <laughs> you know, are you I a man make that makes choice. a lot of decisions during the day? Do you have a job where you have to? make a lot of decisions so when you leave the office it just feels really good to not have to make anymore yeah i I am i work in a corporate role and it's constant decision making that at the end of the day i kind of i kind of want my significant other to be like hey i'll make the choice here Mm -hmm. let's do this and that's what she did it took the pressure off me so we went to uh, el toro in hyde park Nice. Um, you know, that went well, obviously, because after dinner, she told me to take her to my place. And I was like, OK, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she was making the decisions and I, I appreciated that, you know. So you were OK with that yeah. decision as well. So far, it sounds like she's doing an OK job planning all of this. Yeah, it was it was great. But how do you think she would do if she told you what she wanted and you told her no? I... I think it would be fine, you know, like I never got like any type of vibe that she was just kind of overly demanding or anything like that. Okay. She was just very open to making suggestions and I was very willing to uh, go with them. She never made a suggestion that I disagreed with. Yeah. And you like to think that if something comes up that you're not really down for, she'll be like, okay, cool. Exactly. Which, you know, her energy on those two dates, especially made me feel like that she was that way, you know? Great. So we go back to my place. She spends the night, and she left the next morning. Uh, when she left, she told me to call her during my lunch break, and I was like, okay, I will. So my lunch break comes, and I call her, and she doesn't answer. So I leave a message, then I send a text, and I hear nothing, you know? Mm. I well, it wasn't about talking to you. She just wanted to see if you would do it. Uh, I mean, I'm half kidding here, but maybe that was it. Maybe that was to see. How far can I take this? Yeah. Call me at noon. I may not pick up, but that's not the point. <laughs> just do what I tell you to do. Yeah, maybe she thought you were just a little too eager to... Maybe she's looking for somebody that pushes back a little bit. Yeah, I guess, but that, that, I, may, maybe I misread things, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, I didn't get that type of vibe that she was that she was like that. It, it was just kind of like, well, uh, let's try this. And I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. She wasn't ordering for you at dinner? <laughs> right. Cutting your meat. Demanding things. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting Uh, because I know a couple where she works in the corporate world, has a very high-powered job, makes decisions all day, and you'd think that maybe when she goes home, she'd be cool with letting her husband make some of the decisions. No. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that, though. There's a control issue there. She's a control freak, for sure. She has to be the boss at all times.
I don't like making all the decisions at home. Like, I feel like we do enough decision making here that mm-hmm. I don't need to have any choices at home. Oh, I've heard stories of them like at dinner or on vacation. And if you don't fall in line, man, if you don't order what she suggests or follow the itinerary she's laid out for everyone, she gets pissed. Wow. And that's she gets be very exhausting. angry and very aggressive if she doesn't feel like she's in complete control. Does she ever not want to make decisions? No. Like, I've seen her say to him, well, what do you want to do? And he tells her, and then she's like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) See, that's the problem. If if you let someone else make a decision and their decision is dumb, you know, (laughs) then it becomes becomes an issue. The person that you're entrusting to make the decisions, you better... Really like trust. Yeah, you better know that you're going to like whatever decision that they make. We take turns, too, at our house. Like, each one of us will pick where we go to eat. Like, where's your turn? Where's your turn? Yeah. You know, because if it was up to some people, they would pick Mexican every time. What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> but, you know, my kid doesn't always like it. So you called her at noon like you were instructed. She did not answer. Were there any additional attempts to get a hold of her after that? I tried a couple more times after that. I tried to text. Nothing. Waited a few days, tried to call, and nothing, you know, and never heard anything back. It's like she just fell off the face of this earth. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. A total loss. Yeah, well, we're going to call her and see if we get better results, and we'll do that next. The second date update continues right here. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, Joey met Alexandra on one of the dating apps, and they've actually been out a couple of times. First was a coffee date that went very, very well, and the second was a dinner date. They had Mexican at El Toro. And what he really loved about that was just how assertive and take charge she was. Uh, This is a guy who works in the corporate world, makes decisions all day, and kind of likes it when the woman has suggestions and ideas of her own, which she's more often than not willing to go with. After the second date, she told him to call her the next day during his lunch hour, which he did, and she never picked up. And he's left messages, text messages, voicemails since then, and there's been no response from her, and he's very confused. I'm actually still racking my brain on what it was that I could have possibly done to have made her ghost me the way that she did. My gut instinct tells me it's nothing you did. There's something else going on here, but who knows? Let's call her up and see. First ring. I love it. Hello, Alexandra. Yeah, who is this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? From the morning show? Yep. <laughs> We're all here. Yeah. Good morning. Jeff, Jen, Fritz, Good Tim. Morning. Hi. Oh, my God. I listen to you guys all the time. Oh, that's cool. perfect. That helps. That really helps. <laughs> Guess who called us? No idea. Your friend Joey. Joey called you? He did, and he told us about your two meetups and how impressed and taken he was with you, and he's, I guess, not had any luck reconnecting with you. 
And I think he was beginning to take it a little personally. Last instructions, I think, from you were to call you on his lunch hour, which he did, and you kind of went radio silent. So we're making a little phone call on his behalf to try to... Bring you out of hiding. Yeah. (laughs) Check in and see what's up. Wow. So I'm kind of shocked he got your number right. Um, <laughs> he uh, he seems to have a knack for confusing people's contact information is all I can figure. Um, Meaning what? Uh, he didn't. You never got a call from him. Oh yeah, he called me, but before he called at his lunch break, he sent an email to me. Um. <clears throat> The email was apparently meant for a friend of his, somebody named Alex. And he sent it to me, and that's why I have not gotten back to him. Did you say it was to Alice, like female Alice, or Alex? Alex, and it sounded like Alex was a guy. Okay, so he's Um, he's talking to his friend about you. Yeah, we had exchanged contact information, you know, because we had a couple of dates, and we ended up having a really good time together, but... The email was um, changed everything for me. So what did he say that was so awful? Hold on. Hold on. I took a screenshot because I couldn't believe it. Let me find it real quick. Okay. So you want to hear it? Please. <laughs> okay. Hey, dude. So I hooked up with this chick last night. And it was freaky as shit. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so far so good. Right? And it gets better. I've never seen anything like it. I swear her lips go halfway down to her knees. The biggest, longest lips I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. Not sure if I'm totally turned on or grossed out by it. Oh, my First, God. just spit her coffee out of her mouth. What is yeah. happening? And then he said ever seen anything like that he didn't (laughs) accompany that with a photo did he oh thank god no oh Oh, my god oh my god if he had a pick forget it wow oh my word okay man why would you first of all i mean i can see why you could be intrigued by this but also why are you writing it why are you putting it in writing yes you call joey what were you thinking uh uh did Alex I, ever get back to you? He never did. Oh, oh God. He, he's a close friend. He sends me stuff like this as well. And we, we it, 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 it was just. Oh, uh, my God. The stammering talk. right and now. It's, yeah, it's, that's called uh, backpedaling. God. I, I'm, I'm, I swear I'm not trying to backpedal. I, I own that. And I, I just, I'm just really embarrassed by that. And Alex, Alexandria, I am oh my God. deeply sorry about that i I really am i I didn't it it wasn't meant to be negative but just hearing it out loud it just wow okay sounds really bad no kidding alexander is there any way joey can recover from this (laughs) joey um you crossed the line buddy i'm sorry but to talk about my private parts and my special gift that To be honest with you, a lot of guys have really appreciated and to be the object of your discussion with your friend, like, that's just, no. I mean, how could I ever trust you? 
Uh-uh. Yeah. I could see, like, meeting your friends and, like, them knowing intimate details of my body. That's just wrong. Yeah. Mm. Same. Like, if you started dating him and you actually met Alex, it would be so messed up that he knows so much about you. Like, I think it's one thing to talk about it with your friends behind my back, you know, about how great body parts are, or things you can do that are freaky deaky, but yeah. I don't want to know that they know that about me, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know people talk, but seriously, that is really private information. Like, there was like, a scene in the TV show Shrinking where the main character, the guy, is talking to a female friend of his who was also his late wife's best friend. You follow? So this guy's a widower, and he's having a conversation with his late wife's best friend, and it comes up that his wife's best friend knows what his penis looks like based on what his now-dead wife described to her. And he has this moment of, like, oh, God, you know that? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's just how chicks talk, man. Yeah, but you don't want to know that I know that, right? Agreed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I'm sure you guys talk behind each other's backs about, oh, it was amazing this morning or whatever. Just don't discuss it with each other. And don't put it in writing. Yes, exactly. No (laughs) evidence. I didn't say that. I don't know who said it. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. Joey, uh, looks like you blew it. Yeah. Double check those emails. Yeah. Sure. Hopefully this is a lesson learned. And Alexander, we appreciate you taking the call and giving us the scoop. Thank you. Appreciate you being on my side there. Best of luck to both of you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. You need a little help with a second date update? Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. All right. Coming up, Chapter 4. Oh, boy. In our our Taylor Swift mystery series. (laughs) Your chance to win four tickets to see Taylor Swift. July 1st at Paycor Stadium. Pay very close and pay very close attention Take to notes. the details. Take notes because the questions are getting trickier. They are. And you got to answer the question correctly to get into the party where you can win the tickets. Yep. And Chapter 4 drops at 740 right here. Q. This is Q Clue. A crime has been committed. You have been selected to help solve the case of Taylor Swift's missing cat. The following is part of the investigation. Listen carefully. Answer the question at the end of this story, and you'll have the chance to break the case and win your way into her show. Yesterday, we spoke about the assistant, J-Flo. Today, we're going to listen in on the interrogation between Detective Roy McGruff and Taylor Swift's personal trainer, K-Fit, in the botanical gardens outside the pool house. K-Fit, it does not look good, man. You were seen running away from the house at the time of the catnapping. Yeah, running for my health. You know how many calories we consumed at that party, bro? I notice you don't seem happy about the party. And honestly, other guests, they've talked about how much you didn't like being there. You have a problem with Taylor? You, you don't want to support her success with her new album, so you find a way to get back at her? Of course I didn't like being there. There was nothing healthy to eat at that party. Like, not even a veggie tray. There's always veggie trays at every party. I tell her time and time again, in moderation does not give you an excuse to have zero nutritional items in your meal. I have no problems with her. Then why were you seen going up the stairs 
where Taylor's cats were. Looking for a gym. I mean, that place is huge. I know there's a gym in there. You can't tell me there's not a gym in there. Wouldn't you know where the gym is? I mean, you're her personal trainer. I'm sure you've been inside of this it. This is Taylor. She has lots of houses. New York, Nashville. I, I can't keep track. So first it was, let's find a gym. Even though you are her personal trainer. And then you were running away from the house because it was good for your health. Your story's not adding up, K-Fit. Oh, really? It, it doesn't add up? Do the math. Better yet, you should talk to the DJ. She probably did it. She was there snooping around the property all night, and she was the one putting bags into her car when they called 911. Shouldn't a DJ be, you know, DJing? And I heard she wasn't even a real DJ. She just pays someone to record her mixes. We even saw her having an argument with Taylor at the party. Hi, right, is this Mora? Yes, it is. Hi. How do you spell Mora? It's M-A-U-R-A. Mora. Okay, it is Mora, not Mara. Mara. It's Mara. It's Mara, like, like Lara. Like Lara. My cousin's yeah. name is Mora. <laughs> but you can call me anything as long as it's not late for lunch. Uh-huh. Uh, I like that. Very good. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm tangled up here. What's the problem? Uh, this cord, this spiral cord. Well, would you like uh, me to begin without you? Please. Okay. So here's the deal, Mara. You could win yourself a ticket into the big Taylor Swift Bejeweled party next Thursday. And that's where you're going to have a chance to win four tickets and a limo to Taylor's Saturday night show. Okay. So it's very important that you answer this question correctly and completely. I will try. All right. Were you taking notes? Yes. All right. Here we go. Where does the personal trainer say Taylor has other houses? Everywhere. She has lots of houses. Yes, but he was specific. Ah, missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Not even going to take a guess. No, New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bummer, huh? Not to say that your answer is wrong. It just may not be complete. Not a problem. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to my notes or my recording and take better notes. There you go. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You're welcome. welcome. We love Thank you, too. You. Okay, have a good one. You, too. Take it easy. Okay. Q102, good morning. Who's this? This is Beth. Hey, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're up. So tell us, where does the Hi. personal trainer say Taylor has other houses? It was many houses, New York and Nashville. You got it. All right. Yeah. Woo! Well done. Well done. You're yeah. coming to the party. I know. It's happening so on Thursday at Richter and Phillips, where you're going to have the chance to win four tickets and a limo to Taylor's Saturday night show. It is the Taylor Swift Bejeweled Party, and you will be there along with 20 other, 21 other people. So uh, one in 22 chance of winning this thing is pretty darn good. Well done. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So hang on for a minute. Yep. And uh, the next chance to play happens again at 1.40 this afternoon. Molly Watson. Uh, it's officially summer and the heat waves are on the way. Unless you're in Texas where they've already arrived. Miller Lite wants to make sure that your beer stays cold this summer. They got a hack for us? A cooler. A fun <laughs> koozie. Nope. And nope. They're encouraging people to put ice in their brew. Actually, in the beer. In the beer. That's always been a big no-no. And, and was it always just a big no-no because you didn't want to water it down? Correct. Is that the main reason? Yeah. Okay. 
But if mm. you enjoy drinking Miller Lite, you might not care that much. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> I used to drink Miller. I think Miller Lite was the first. Is that the first beer I drank and then graduated to Bud Light and then to Michelob Light? Oh, yeah? I think was Kinda the route I took. Is that a backwards way? I don't know. They're well, all, I think to me, Pete, they're all very similar. I remember well in college it was when we would buy beer, red, white, and blue, Bush, and uh, Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah. EB Army ASAP. Huh. First radio station I worked at. We used to do promotions all the time. Paps Blue Ribbon was a big seller in Central Illinois. My father let me sip his Carling Black Label. That sounds fancy. There you go. That's one of those. It's got to be cold. I don't think it was. No. It's got to be cold or you're not going to do it. Yeah. And then uh, my stepfather, I think he drank Schlitz. Oh, my God. Schlitz malt liquor. Bowl. Was it a malt liquor? I think it was just a beer, wasn't it? They have both. Yeah. My grandpa always had Michelob Light before Ultra was a thing in the bottle that was sort of shaped like a a Coca-Cola bottle. Right. Mm -hmm. Or Stroh's. Rose, there you go. And uh, Uncle Tommy, he did the Budweiser, mm-hmm. regular Budweiser. <laughs> they didn't have Bud Light yet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they're selling beer cube trays online for eight bucks. That's Miller Lite's solution to oh, warm beer. Freeze the beer. Okay. Beer yeah, ice you, cubes. You pour beer into the silicone tray, toss it in the freezer. You'll end up with 24 mini beer cubes, which are actually shaped like mini cans of Miller Lite. Okay. And the cubes are small enough to fit inside a bottle or can, which is key. Because if you used a standard ice tray, you'd have to drink your iced beer out of a pint glass, and and then your friends would probably notice and judge you for it. Sure, of course. We don't want that. So you can check those out at MillerLite.com. The trays sold out almost immediately, but Miller says there will be more on the way, including uh, another drop this morning. Oh, nice. right. Well, That's another, interesting that people are buying it. Yes, I was going to mention another benefit to the smaller cubes is that beer does not freeze well in larger cubes. It's usually more like frozen snow than rock-hard uh, ice. Yeah. Icy. Yeah, so it it looks like it works better in smaller forms. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate that idea. No, it's not terrible. Meanwhile, it's difficult to dive into the dating scene when you're a single parent. Mm-hmm. You have less freedom to spend nights out on the town. Mm-hmm. And you have to sell someone else on yourself and a parenting in progress situation. But that's a perk for some people. You got to pay for babysitters, too. Yep. That ain't cheap. New survey from dating.com shows that 60% of single women are open to dating single dads. How about that? Well, you, you get to an age where you almost have to be because that's all that's out there. It's true. I know young women are, who are open to dating single dads. You know, <laughs> one of the perks to dating a single dad is if you do like to have some time to yourself, you've mm. always got that out because he's got the kids and he needs to go do something with the kids. And so then you have your time to go do something with your friends or something on your own. Which is important. Which is important, yeah. And, and, you know, that's an easy way to not get too serious, too fast, moving in together. I mean, there's, you know, it it can slow things down a bit. Single women who are open to dating single dads, 
tend to be less willing to put up with indecisiveness, uncertainty, and immaturity. Mm. Mm -hmm. A single dad, on the other hand, may be more likely to be stable, responsible, mature, and they're a lot less likely to play games. That's true. Here are a few other stats if you're interested. 75% of single people say that a match having a kid would have little to no impact on their interest in dating them. Hmm. Uh, 95% said the match should be upfront about having a kid on the first date, but they wouldn't need to meet the kid early on. I'd like to see some statistics on... um how many couples, when they divorce, have the full joint custody? Like, how many of them have five days on, five days off? And that's the way that they do it. Because yeah. it, it, it feels like, you know, years ago, the kids were with mom most of the time. And dad got to, you know, run around and play right. a lot more. And I wonder if that's still the case. If if Or if, because it feels to me like now... More dads are spending equal time with the kids. Mm. And I'm, I wonder what the, if there's a divorce attorney out there listening that would know how that's going down with child custody these days. Yeah. I'd be curious. I'd be curious too. I had a, so typically when I sleep, I don't usually remember my dreams. And the dreams that I do remember are usually just so nonsensical and random and, don't really connect to anything in my conscious with versus my subconscious. But I did have a dream the other night that kind of stressed me out. In my dream, I wasn't me. I was someone else. Mm-hmm. And I was in a relationship with a woman who asked me, do you have any children I need to know about? Mm. And I said, yes, in the dream. Okay. Because I knew that I had a child, but I wasn't with this kid's mother. Okay. And she was floored because evidently we had been together for a long time and it never came up. And she's like, well, wh- where is he? Like, mm-hmm. who, who did you have him with? And I said, I don't know. I got really disoriented in the dream and then I woke up in a cold <laughs> sweat. In a cold sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. That would be something if... For the record, I do not have any children. That you're aware of. I mean, you never know. You don't know where every single woman you ever slept with is today, do you? Do you have tracks on all of them? You don't know. There could come a knock on your door someday. Wouldn't that be something? Well, if my dad were alive, (laughs) he would have gotten a surprise of his life. That's right, because he had a daughter he didn't know about. Yep. So, yeah. You never I, know. I, you never know, I guess. Tim, I'm not so worried about. Right. Uh, unless there was, you know, some sort of really obscure thing that happened. Wouldn't that be the greatest uh. thing ever, though? <laughs> if it turned out, that he found out some kid, some some adult comes knocking on his door. Of all people. Right. Tim he's, is like, He's got no a 22-year-old daughter. But there was that one time. Gold star over here. I don't know. Tim forces a DNA test, and we we, we do it on the air. Uh, yeah. Right? Oh, yes, we would. You get the envelope, open it up, drum roll. <laughs> you are the father. <laughs> Go on Cameo and get uh, Mari to do oh, it for us. That would be the greatest thing ever. I'd be all right with that.
don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Life is <laughs> Odds I- are slim. Life is ironic like that sometimes. That's know? true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, y'all thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So women are open to dating single dads. Yeah. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a young woman in her late twenties mm-hmm. who married a guy with two kids. Yeah, and they are they they are now uh, pregnant. She's pregnant with their, so they're about to have a third. Yeah, between those two. How old are the kids? So it'll be a blended family. Uh, I want to say like eight and ten. I think. Yeah, because where where it gets weird is where the twenty two year old starts dating the forty year old divorced dad, and he's got a daughter that's eighteen. And she's 22. Oh, yeah. You know, that happens. Right. No, these kids were little. Yeah. But it helps that she really wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you have to really love kids, too. Yeah. Jumping into that. Speaking of being a mom, eating for two is no joke. A new poll of 2,000 moms found 89% had food cravings while they were pregnant. And sometimes they had weird things that they wouldn't normally eat. I had a full meal every two or three hours, I swear. I was just hungry all the time. But I didn't have anything else to do. I was on bed rest. I was just laying there Hmm. thinking about food. (laughs) (laughs) A few of the strangest cravings listed were pickles and cheese, sardines with ketchup. Ew. And one woman who couldn't stop eating peanut butter and marshmallow sandwiches with five layers of bread. Oh, my God. She's not messing around. The cravings are fascinating to me, though. Like, there's, there is, I would love to know the science behind the craving that when your body is in that condition. Why is your body craving these specific things? Why are your the- taste buds craving something that you would normally find... What does your body Unpleasant. think it needs? Right. 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 I mean, what does your body think it needs? Yeah. Because yeah. breakfast for me every day, it was a toasted plain bagel with bologna, a, ma- a slice of American cheese, and mayonnaise. That sounds wonderful. I know it. With nacho Doritos. On the sandwich? Yeah, no. Just next but to a, the- a whole bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. My mom always ate ribs at this very specific rib joint in Detroit. Yeah. While pregnant with me. Yeah. But like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I, of course, too, you know, I love junk food. Look <sighs> at me, though. I, I did. look like I like ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had these specific yeah. ribs? Have you, and are they- I don't think the place is open anymore, but we did go throughout the years from time to and time. And you liked them? They yeah. were good? Yeah, they were good. Bailey craved raw cauliflower and salsa while she was pregnant. Raw cauliflower. Ugh. I craved McDonald's. Yeah. Extra large fries and a milkshake. So that's not that weird. No, that wasn't weird. But when I was demanding he go get it for me twice a day, that might be a bit much. Mm. If anybody needs a diet on how to gain 80 pounds in six months, call me. (laughs) Because I can tell you exactly how to do it. (laughs) God. Well, you lost it. Well, well, several times. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always say when I moved to Cincinnati, you put on the Cincy 60. Because oh. everything here, if you're social in Cincinnati, everything's like, try this, try that, come to this brewery. Eat, we eat, got eat, free eat, La Rosa's. Eat, eat. You got to oh, try yeah. this. You got to yeah. have graders. Yeah. 
Yep. Moved away, lost 35 pounds, moved back, <laughs> put it right back on. It happens. Yeah. Other weird foods the pregnant women crave, seasonal foods that are hard to find. Like it's June, and you got your husband driving around looking for pumpkin freaking pie. What? It's June. You really? Make one. That's what you want? All right. I'll see okay. what I can do. <laughs> Yeah, 47% of the moms said they had cravings like that. Uh, plus, you know, your weird food combinations. Maybe maybe a specific food you can only get at one place or restaurant. Junk food. And then a healthy one, 33% craved whole foods like fruits and vegetables. Yeah, can you imagine, like, maybe a woman who didn't have the best eating habits ever and then she gets pregnant and she has this weird food craving for fruits and vegetables. It's like, what is wrong with me? Honey, I'm concerned. What's wrong? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyway, the point of the story is you're not alone. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.